0: share the word with us this morning. Why don't we give Dean a hand as he comes and shares. Thanks, Dean. Thank you, Pastor Phil. How are we going? We've got the, the, the sound on? All good? Well, it's, uh, it's I do enjoy travelling. Um, I mean, the reason I visit these churches is just to check out the bakeries. That's, that's it. Just uh, yeah. In fact, where's Naomi? Uh, yeah, I was already talking to my friends at King Lake, so they're going to talk about getting that vanilla slice of King Lake over to me. Um, so, yeah, we're getting that happening. Well, let's get in the Word. It's uh, great to be. Always good to be home. Always good to be back. Uh, I'm going to turn to Hosea. So if you have your Bible, if not, we will have the passage on the screen. Hosea chapter 1. Uh, I like to have a reading plan. And uh, end of last year, I was uh, approaching uh, the, the new year and thinking, what am I going to do for a reading plan? And uh, like we get, this is after Christmas. What am I going to do? And just the thought came in. There's 12 prophets, as in the, the minor prophets, the book of 12 prophets. There's 12 months. ding I'm going to do one prophet a month. And, uh, and so I started that, and then uh, January 1st, I started with Hosea, and this uh, word just spoke to me, first verse, first chapter. And uh, it, I'd just been amazed, reading through the, what these prophets were sharing uh, in these 12 books that, while I've read them, you know, you, know, you read stuff, but you haven't read it. Yeah. And there have been some of those books. I've read them, but hadn't really read them. Um, and so now I'm reading them. I'm actually reading them and, and getting so much out of them. So we're going to look at Hosea uh, chapter 1. Lord, I thank you for your word. Mm. And I pray that as, as I speak this morning, you would speak through maybe your word. And we just uh, commit this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hosea chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. And the word of the Lord that came to Hosea, son of Beri, during the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and during the reign of Jeroboam, son of Jehoash, king of Israel. When the Lord began to speak through Hosea, the Lord said to him, "'Go marry a promiscuous woman and have children with her, for like an adulterous wife, this land is guilty of unfaithfulness to the Lord.' So he married Goma, daughter of Dulaim, and she conceived and bore him a son." So this book, Hosea, is the first of the minor prophets or the first of the 12 prophets. Uh, and Hosea lived in the northern kingdom of Israel after the kingdom had divided, Judah and Israel in the north. And just a few generations, I guess, before Assyria was to come in and take the, the Israel, uh, 10 tribes at that time, off to captivity. And so Israel was there now declaring the word of God. Now, it seems pretty obvious at the beginning uh, that Hosea was a single man. So if you're a single man this morning, the word for you is you're going to the chapel and you're going to get married. No, 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 no that's not it. Um, right here we have God setting up a divine marriage. Now you'd think with God setting it up, it's going to be a heavenly marriage, a perfect marriage. Uh, it's, he's the perfect matchmaker. And in a sense, he is, as we see in this life and story of Hosea. Hosea goes and marries Goma. And uh, we don't know what the life was uh, before with Goma, but we know after the marriage that she was unfaithful. Um, but the marriage did start right because they had a couple of children, three in particular. Uh, then, for whatever reasons, and God knew these reasons, uh, she was unfaithful. And so she leaves him, and uh, you can only imagine the hurt. Uh, she goes off, she's with another, another man. And yet, God then says to Hosea, You are to take her back. Now, thankfully, I haven't gone through that. I know of friends who have, and I've seen the hurt. And it hurts. And I can only imagine the hurt. And so, why take her back? This hurts. She's the one that's left. But God said. And secondly, you know, when he actually, Hosea is a prophet, so he knows God's law, the Torah actually forbids. Adultery. In fact, it's instructions there in Deuteronomy and Levites in Leviticus to the Levites is that if people are caught in this situation, that both of them, the adulterers, are to be put to death. So, but God has now said, take her back. God was instructing Hosea to love her as the Lord loves the Israelites. In taking her back, Hosea pays 15 shekels of silver and about a Homer and Lethic of barley. Now, biblical scholars say that a Homer and a Lethic is roughly worth about 15 shekels of silver. So, in total, he paid 30 shekels of silver. And I think some of you may have me making that connection right now. That is in the Bible, Old Testament times, that's the price of redemption, which is also the price that was paid to Judas to portray Jesus. The cost of redemption. Hosea marries Goma. Goma leaves him to be with someone else. Then Hosea takes her back. I want to draw out a couple of points from the life of Hosea from this passage, in particular verse 1. The word of the Lord. Hosea received the word of the Lord. He didn't just receive any word. This was God's word, the word of Yahweh. It wasn't a vision or a thought from last night's pizza dream. I did some research on that. Why pizza? Um, yeah, well that's right, it's cheese, but apparently, when they've done some surveys about people who had restless sleeps and all that type of stuff, the top answer is pizza. Uh, And it comes down to cheese and salt and all type of stuff. So there's a bit of scientific information for you. Um, this is the Word of the Lord. The Word of Yahweh appears 270 times in the Old Testament and most of those in the Prophets. This is the Word of the Almighty God, the Powerful One. He spoke, He declared, He proclaimed. It is from God Himself. It is powerful. And right from Genesis, we see the power of God's spoken Word. In the beginning, He said, God said, He spoke, let there be light and there was. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said. And it was. And it was. God's word is powerful. God's word is creative. This is the spoken word of the Lord. The word of the Lord that the psalmist writes about in 119, which we'll read through the whole thing right now. No, just joking. Those who don't know, that's the longest psalm in the uh, Bible. It tells that the Word of the Lord is eternal. The Word of the Lord puts hope in us. The Word of the Lord guides and gives us light. This is the Word of the Lord. The Hebrews writer, Hebrews 4.12 says, For the Word of God is alive and active. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates into dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. The Word of the Lord pierces into us. Can get into the innermost being of who we are and speak to our soul, speak to our heart, speak to our spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Paul refers to the word of the Lord as the sword of the spirit, the written word of the Lord, the sword of the spirit. It is God's word to his people, it's powerful. It's eternal, it's life-giving, creative, full of hope. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Second, the word of the Lord came. The word of the Lord came to Hosea. Now the phrase "the word of the Yahweh came" appears 73 times. It came to Hosea. Hosea was in a position to hear the Word of the Lord. He allowed himself to be open to receive the Word of the Lord. The Word of Yahweh came to many men and women throughout the Bible. Now Hosea 12, uh, 10 tells us that the Lord declares, I spoke to prophets and gave them visions and told parables through them. The Word of the Lord comes through words. It comes through visions, powerful uh, parables, dreams. The Word of the Lord speaks to us in many different ways. In Genesis, the Word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. And where Abraham said to him and Sarah that they would have their own son. Moses received the Word of the Lord. Deborah, as a prophet, commanded Barak Barak, to fight against the army, the enemies at that time. The Word of the Lord came to Samuel. I love this about Samuel 1, Samuel 3. What I don't love is that it says here that they were living in days when the Lord, the word, the word, the, the word of the Lord was rare. Need to say that five times fast, eh? Hey? I, I don't want us to ever be in a place where the word of the Lord is rare. But during this time, the Lord spoke to Samuel, and when Sam, when, when Samuel heard this voice, his first response as a young boy was. Run off to Eli the priest. Eli, you called me? And he goes, I didn't call you. You just woke me up. Go back to bed. (laughs) And this happened a few times until Eli clicked on and had to teach Samuel, Samuel, you're hearing the word of the Lord. You're hearing the voice of God. And Samuel then responded, Yes, Lord, I'm here to listen. Samuel learnt to hear the word of the Lord. It's interesting to note that as Samuel began to hear and proclaim, it says later on in 1 Samuel 4.1, and Samuel's word, the word Lord became Samuel's word as he declared, everything he said came to pass. The Lord spoke through him. The Lord spoke through Nahum, Gad, Solomon, Jeru, Elijah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, he was just young. And when the Lord spoke to him saying, He replied, alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said, do not say, I am too young. Mm -hmm. The Lord will put the words in his mouth and the Lord will be with him. Jeremiah thought he was too young. But the Lord put the words in his mouth. It's not about age. You might think you're too young, but you can receive the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is open for everyone, young and old. The word Lord spoke to Ezekiel, Joel, Jonah. I love this about Jonah. It says here in Jonah chapter 3, verse 1 Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. See, the story of Jonah begins with the word Lord coming to Jonah to go to Nineveh to preach the Gospel. But Jonah didn't like Nineveh and he disobeyed and went the other way. And those might remember the story, then Jonah ends up in the belly of a fish. Mm -hmm. And when he's been spat out and just dripping in gunk, the Word of the Lord comes to him a second time, a second time. Then Jonah hears him and obeys you know, maybe you've received the word of the Lord in the past and you've run in the opposite direction. Well, the word of the Lord could come again a second yep. time, a third time. Be open, be ready for the word of the Lord and obey the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord came to Isaiah in a vision. And when the word of the Lord came, Isaiah just saw the glory, he goes, woe is me, I am ruined for I am a man of unclean lips. Then the seraphim flew, grabbed a coal from the altar and touched his lips and said, You're now clean. Your sin has been atoned for. Azariah thought himself too unclean. But there's no excuse. His sins had been atoned for. He was able to receive the word of the Lord and proclaim the word of the Lord. Hezekiah when he was informed he was going to die, got down on his knees and cried out to the Lord. And as Uzziah was leaving the court, the word of the Lord came to Azariah at that time and said, go back, go back and tell Hezekiah, the ruler of my people, this is what the Lord, the God of your father says, I've heard your prayer and seen your tears, I will heal you. And Hezekiah was healed that day and lived for another 15 years. You may have had a word spoken over you that might be leading to death. But God has another word for you. God has another word for you. Hear the word of the Lord this morning. Whether that's physical healing, mental healing, relationship healing, the word of the Lord is God is our healer. God is our healer. While the word, the term the word of the Lord doesn't appear in Revelation. We get the gist of it when when He describes the sharp, double-edged sword coming out of the Son of Man's mouth. This is the Word of the Lord that was declared to John. And it says here in Revelation, as He wrote it down to the seven churches, whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The Word of the Lord comes to anyone who has ears to hear. Do you have ears to hear this morning? The Word of the Lord is speaking and ready to be spoken to us and to be received by us. The Word of the Lord comes to the young and the old. The Word of the Lord can come to those who think they're unclean. The Word of the Lord comes to the stubborn again and again and again and again. The Word of the Lord comes to individuals, can come directly to us. The Word of the Lord can come through people who are speaking. And Pastor Phil spoke some words over people, encouragement. Just this morning, the Word of the Lord can come through Scripture, through the Word. Hosea's message was for Israel, God's chosen people, God's covenant people. As us as the church can receive the Word of the Lord today and each and every day. It is powerful it comes to those who have ears to hear. No matter your age, no matter your background, no matter what you've done, hear the Word of the Lord. The Word of the Lord speaks today. Now I could tell you many stories. I was just thinking of one time when I was praying about going to, to serve at a church as youth pastor. And uh, this church was a, a church up on a hill. And as I was praying I'm praying, Lord, do I accept this? Do I go to this church up on this hill and serve as youth pastor there? And I was doing my regular devotional Bible reading following my plan. And I got to Genesis chapter 35. And I was just praying, Lord, do I go to this church, which I knew was up on a hill, and do I serve there as a youth pastor? And as I opened up, the first thing I read was, then God said to Jacob, go up to Bethel, and settle there and build an altar there to God. And the word of the Lord spoke to me at that time, go up to Bethel. Now Bethel is house of God. Go up. House of God was on a mountain and settle there and worship him, build an altar and worship The word of the Lord was at that time to go and be at that church. The word of the Lord spoke to me through the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord speaks to us today. You know, Pastor David Hall received the Word for the church from the Lord and that is multiplication for 2023. That is the Word of the Lord to Pastor David for us. Multiplication. God still speaks today. When was the last time you heard the Word of the Lord? When you received the Word of the Lord, allowed the Word of the Lord to come to you. Do you put yourself in a position to receive the Word of the Lord? Finally, The verb there, translated as come, literally means to be or become. The Word of the Lord not only comes, it becomes. See, when the Word of the Lord came to Hosea, it was not just came to him, but the Word of the Lord became Hosea or Hosea embodied the Word of the Lord. He was to be like God like God, and established a covenant relationship with an unfaithful wife. He lived the Word of the Lord. Hosea lived the heartache that God felt for his own people, the rejection as they lusted after false gods. Hosea not only was, was not the only one who lived the Word of the Lord. Isaiah, he became and lived the Word of the Lord in Isaiah 20. At that time the Lord spoke to Isaiah son of Amos and said to him take off your sackcloth from your body and sandals your feet and go and he did so going around stripped and barefoot now I just want to make one thing clear this is not the word of the Lord for us today but my point is that the prophet in the Old Testament lived out the word of the Lord he became the word of the Lord at that time Jeremiah he acted it out as well. He embodied it as well when he was told to get that belt and wear the belt, a great looking belt. Then to go put it in a, in a hole in the rocks and let it decay and get rotten and, and wrecked and then go and pull it out again and then wear it again and just show this is what Israel now is like. Useless, wrecked because they have turned away from the Lord. He lived the Word of the Lord. They embodied the Word of the Lord. Poor Hosea, I want to propose that the word of the Lord was not to marry Gomer, but to take Gomer back. The word of the Lord to Hosea that he lived was to be faithful because his heavenly Father, the God, our Creator, is faithful. That was the word of the Lord. That was what Hosea lived. He was faithful as God is faithful. As he lived the heartache, the the turmoil, yeah, the hurt. You know, as you read through the book of uh, Hosea, it is just up and down with... uh Curses on Israel, then desire to bring them back and curses again and love. And I can only imagine that's just the turmoil of someone going through that separation process. Their love and their hatred, their love and their hatred. And he's just speaking that out over the people, just showing, showing the emotions going on. What God is facing at His very own people had deserted him. Hosea was living it. Hosea was embodying the Word of God. You know, in the Greek translation, in the Hebrew Scriptures, the word used there is translated as logos. So the logos of the Lord. We'll jump through to John. Some of you might know where this is going, John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word. In the Greek, it says this, in the beginning was the logos. And the word logos was with God and the logos was, Word was God and He was with God in the beginning and through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that had been made. The Word Logos was with God and was God. And later on in verse 14, the Word Logos became flesh and made His dwelling among us. Jesus, Logos, became flesh. He became, the word of the Lord became and lived among us. Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, the fourth man in the blazing furnace. This is the line of the tribe of Judah, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. The word of the Lord is Jesus, our Savior, Jesus, our baptizer, Jesus, our healer, and Jesus, our soon coming King. This is the word of the Lord who became. He became became flesh so you and I can live, so you and I can live. Jesus let the young come to him. He let the children come. He called the unrighteous, the sinners, the unclean. He let them come to him. Even those who were stubborn, Peter was pretty stubborn, called him a second and more times, said, Peter, come back to me. Come follow me. This is the word of the Lord. Just as Hosea received the Word of the Lord, the Word of the Lord is available to us and for us to become, to live that Word, be the message. Jesus came and now we get to represent Him as the body of Christ. We get to be Jesus to those around us. When I was high school teaching, my uh, head of department was an atheist of atheists. When I rocked in there, he made it clear he didn't want any of my religion. I think he used a few other words. In two years' time, I announced I was going to be leaving education to go study theology. Firstly, he was completely ticked off. Why would I waste my time studying nothing? That was his opinion. An interesting, a new age teacher there. She's coming, she goes, that really fits. Um, but after he got through over the fact that I was leaving, he came up to me and he said, as an atheist, he said, Dean, if anything could convince me that there's a God, your life could. Wow. I was just living it. I, I, some things I don't know what I do, but just living it. Amen. We just all get to live it. Yeah. We all get to live it. Yeah. I could tell a similar stories happening in school. Now, a popular quote that we often quote around as Francis of Assisi: preach the gospel at all times and when necessary use words. Sometimes we use that to say, oh, listen, I don't need to speak. Well, the context when Francis of Assisi says this is, is, that when you speak words, make sure your life is aligned. In other words, have you become the Word of the Lord? Are you embodying the message you're proclaiming? If you're proclaiming peace, are you a person of peace? If you're proclaiming love, are you a person of love? If you're proclaiming forgiveness, are you a person of forgiveness, hope, joy, all those things? Be the body of Christ in your home, in your community, in the world. Luke, if you'd like to come up now. The Word of the Lord came to Hosea, son of Barry. This is the Word of the Lord. It is powerful. The Word of the Lord is here. It gives hope. It gives life. It is creative. And the Word of the Lord is available to you and me. The Word of the Lord comes to all people who have an ear to hear. Do you have ears to hear this morning? Hear the Word of the Lord. The Word of the Lord becomes... It fills the person receiving the Word. The messenger becomes the message. The Spirit of Jesus comes into us who receive the Word and we get to live this out in our homes, in our communities, in this world. How do we receive the Word of the Lord? Be open, be ready, are you open? Are you continually open to hear the Word of the Lord? Do you make time? Do you make time to hear the Word of the Lord? Very shortly, we're going to make some time to hear the Word of the Lord. Read the written Word. Allow God to speak out of the written Word into your life through worship, the Word of the Lord can come through the pulpit like this, it can come individually directly to us in our bedroom. Through a song, through a friend, are we making space to hear the Word of the Lord? When was the last time you received the Word of the Lord? Surely we're, we're going to pray, we're going to make space and maybe you need a Word of the Lord. Perhaps you've had a Word of the world spoken over you and you need a Word of the Lord to break that. We're going to make space so the Word of the Lord can speak into you today. Just before we do, as I mentioned, the Word of the Lord became flesh. And I don't know everyone here. I don't know if everyone knows Jesus. Jesus who became flesh to live among us so we could have life. He wants to meet you. He wants to be with you. And I like to say, you know, when it comes to meeting Jesus, we only have to do three things. Well, well, really, you could pick out a whole lot of different things, but believe in Jesus. Believe in Jesus. Believe that he is God's Son, that he came to earth, died on the cross, rose again. Believe in Jesus. Then repent. We were going our own way. That's what repent means. And then turn around. Leave that behind and begin to go another direction following Jesus which leads me into my third thing which a lot of people talk about and that's to accept Jesus as our Lord as our leader believe in Jesus repent from our sin and accept him as our Lord and leader right now I just love if I close our eyes bow our heads Now I'm just going to invite if you don't know Jesus this morning perhaps you did many years ago and you know you just drifted away and you're not right with God this morning well, I pray that you're hearing the Word of the Lord this morning. The Word of the Lord is calling you back because God is faithful. God is faithful. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed. If you wanna say, Dean, I wanna come and know Jesus this morning, I just love you, just lift up your hand. Right now, just as everyone's just got their eyes closed. If you're here this morning, say, oh, I need to meet Jesus this morning. This is the first time or you've done it in the past, you need to come back. Anyone here? who would like to receive Jesus this morning, meet Jesus for the first time or again. Anyone here, just lift up your hands so we can see, we can pray with you. Anyone here this morning? All right, church, we're, we're about to enter back into some worship. You can hear the Word of the Lord in worship. We're going to make space. We're going to make some time to hear the Word of the Lord. Yes, the Word of the Lord can come to you in your seat. But maybe you might just need to take a step of faith to activate to say, Lord, I'm going to take a step of faith to, 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 to be in a place, to position myself to hear Your Word this morning. If it's been a while since you received the Word from the Lord, I want to encourage you to take that step this morning. Position yourself. Or perhaps you need a Word in this moment. break down to go against all the words of the world that are being spoken over you. Because the word of the Lord is that you are loved. The word of the Lord is that you are chosen. The word of the Lord is that you have hope. The word of the Lord is that you're not too young, you're not too old. This is the word of the Lord for some of you this morning. Receive the word of the Lord. As we sing now, I encourage you, position yourself. You can stand you can come down the front you can kneel. And our leaders can pray with you or you can just pray by yourself. Let's all join together as we prepare to hear the Word of the Lord. Stand with me if you'd like.